We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luca. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to the Luka Doncic podcast. Oh, sorry, sorry. Welcome in to the Mavs Step Back Podcast, <laughs> another episode of Morning Coffee. Um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to uh, separate those two things there. It feels like the Luka Doncic Podcast because... The man literally does everything uh, for this current Dallas Mavericks team. And, you know, we got another another taste of that on Monday night as the Mavs defeated the Detroit Pistons uh, at American Airlines Center. And it took every single bit of Luka Doncic scoring 53 points for the Mavs to beat the Pistons 111-105. to Pistons, arguably the worst team in the league. I think they technically are the worst team in the league. Uh, and they won by six points. Uh, the Mavs won by six points at home. And it took 53 points from Luka to do it. Uh, just crazy. I mean, I I know we talk about the Mavs not making a panic trade and, and waiting until the offseason and you know, all that stuff. But, man, it is hard to be patient when you have a guy like Luca who is having a season that he's having. It was his fifth 50-point performance of his career, the fourth 50-point performance this year <laughs> or this season. So he's had five total in his career. His first 50-point game came last season against the Clippers. Uh, and now this season he has had four 50-point games. Just crazy, crazy stuff from Luka. He continues his his MVP candidacy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good cases out there for guys like Nikola Jokic, who's going for his third consecutive MVP. Uh, you know, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of guys. Giannis, he's always in the mix. 
uh, well, Luca, he is very firmly uh, in that mix as well, in my opinion. Um, and the thing, and I mean, he's only missed six games too. You know, there's a lot of guys that you know, like Joel Embiid, for example, uh, who miss a lot more games than Luca does. So, I think uh, Luca is firmly in the mix for MVP, especially considering how you know his team has not won a game when he doesn't play a minute. <laughs> so. Uh, well, anyway, you know, going into that game, not only was it 53 points, but it was 53 points on just 24 uh, field goals, field goal attempts. Uh, he shot 17 of 24 from the field, which included 5 of 11 from 3. Uh, he had 8 rebounds, 5 assists. He accounted for uh, 65 of the Mavs, 111 points. Uh, he had... 45 points going into the fourth quarter uh so just all around all around great night for Luca. and then uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was the only other Maverick to join him in double figures uh after scoring just two points in the first three quarters of the game Dinwiddie came up big in the fourth quarter uh scored 10 of his 12 points in that final frame the Mavs they improve to 27 and 25. Um, uh, we'll look at the standings here in just a second, but I did want to talk about, you know, how uh, Reggie Bullock, he continues to, you know, have a little bit of an upswing in his play. Shot three of five from three uh, for nine points. And then uh, Josh Green was three of four from the field, hit one of his two threes and had eight points. Two rebounds and three assists, but I wish, and maybe it'll happen at some point. But Josh Green, his impact doesn't always fully show up in the box score. Like he is, his energy is just so infectious, and when he when he checks into the game, you can just tell you know, that something good is going to happen. That's the kind of impact that he has. It's been great uh, for the Mavs to have him back from injury. And, you know, hopefully uh, he eventually works his way into the starting lineup at some point going forward. But uh, it's great to see Josh Green back. Hopefully the Mavs can get some, you know, positive momentum going in the last. There's only 30 games left now in the season. Um uh, and the Mavs are going to need every single win they can get to not only avoid the play-in, but to potentially make the playoffs altogether. Um, so with the win against Detroit on Monday night, the Mavs uh, inch back into the sixth spot in the West. They had fallen to, uh, to seventh there momentarily, and they're back up to sixth. Um, or maybe, no, they had fallen to eighth at one point. But uh, now they're at six. They take on the New Orleans Pelicans on Thursday, and the Pelicans have lost eight in a row. <laughs> uh, they, that, that's, uh, the Pelicans are struggling heavily, to, to put it lightly. And let's see, the New Orleans Pelicans, they play another game before Thursday. They play the Denver Nuggets tonight at Denver late start 
So it's it's very it's very plausible to say that the the New Orleans Pelicans will be on a nine game losing streak uh, heading to American Airlines Center on Thursday, which could be scary. You know, if you've kept up with this Mavs team throughout the season, and you know how uh, you know how they play against teams that are missing guys, and uh, you know maybe not playing up to their abilities. It seems. You know, it's like even the Pistons, the Pistons' worst team in the league. Well, they beat the Mavs one thirty-one to one twenty-five in overtime, the first time they played them, and then last night, you know, they they were losing to the Pistons by four at halftime, and eventually ended up winning by six. So, both games against the Pistons' worst team in the league, without one of their best players in Cade Cunningham. And the Mavs, you know, it's been single-digit games each time they played them. So, uh, nothing is a given with this Mavs team. So, we'll just have to uh, we'll have to cross our fingers there and hope they take care of business uh, against New Orleans. And they need to because after that, it is a murderer's row uh, five-game road trip that the Mavs are going to be going on. And it'll start in Golden State. Uh, and that's going to be a big one because the Mavs are currently, as, as far as the game's back part of the standings is concerned, uh, they're currently tied because each, uh, Golden State and Dallas, they're both eight games back uh, of the top spot in the West, but Golden State is ahead of Dallas in the standings as the fifth seed due to percentage points, and it's just a very, very small fraction, uh, like a thousand thousandth percentage point just because the Warriors are 26 and 24 the Mavs are 27 and 25 so that extra loss is is keeping the Mavs uh, behind the Warriors for now but if they take care of business against the Pelicans uh, you know assuming the the Warriors keep winning uh, the Mavs will have a chance to you know kind of control their own destiny there at least for a night when they play in Golden State. So we will see how it goes. Um, all right, so other NBA action that took place on Monday night. You had the uh, Orlando Magic defeating the Philadelphia 76ers, 119 uh, to 109. The Sixers had a lead of 21 points at one point in that game. I, I was watching a little bit of that earlier uh, in the night, and – uh, they they ended up blowing that lead, and the Magic came back. Uh, Paolo Benchero, he was great. Um, so the Magic get the big win there. The Nets all over the Los Angeles Lakers, 121-104. to uh, The Sacramento Kings and the Timberwolves, I knew that would be a fun one, and it did end up being a fun one. Uh, the Kings end up winning in overtime, 118-111 to over the Timberwolves. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, they outlast the Oklahoma City Thunder in a high-scoring affair, 128 to 120. Uh, the Washington Wizards keep their winning ways going. Um, uh, they beat the the tanking San Antonio Spurs, 127 to 106. Uh, then you had the Phoenix Suns beating the Toronto Raptors, 114 to 106. Uh, and then finally, the last game of the night was the Trailblazers beating the Atlanta Hawks in another high-scoring affair, uh, 129 to 125. 
Whew, okay, so there was a lot of NBA action on Monday night. Uh, a handful of really good games. Uh, looking ahead to the uh, the Tuesday slate, uh, we've got Heat, Cavs. That has potential to be fun. Uh, Lakers, Knicks, that's probably going to be another blowout because the Lakers are on the second night of a back-to-back, and the Knicks are just generally better <laughs> overall. So uh, I fully expect a, a, a blowout win for Jalen Brunson and the Knicks there. Uh, you got the Clippers and Bulls tonight. Eh, Clippers probably win that handily. Uh, I don't see that being a, a real exciting one. And then you got Bucks, Hornets, and Pelicans, Nuggets. So We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Not the most exciting uh, Tuesday night NBA slate, but uh, it's NBA basketball nonetheless, and you know uh, we'll be watching it. So, um, so again, you know, the Mavs, they, they get the big win. Oh, well, I wouldn't – it's kind of crazy to call it a big win, but, you know, it would have been a big loss if they had lost it. So uh, the Mavs get the win over the Pistons and avoid disaster there. Um and now they get a rest. You know, Luca. he came back after a one-game, technically two-game. Well, it, it is technically one game because he did play in the first three minutes of that Phoenix game before he left. But it's really been two games he was out with that ankle injury. And then he came back and dropped 53 points on the Pistons. Looked like the ankle was completely fine. But now he'll have three days uh, to rest it before... Uh, the Mavs take on the Pelicans on Thursday. 
Uh, and then again, after that game against the Pelicans, they go on a five-game road trip that will start on Saturday night in Golden State. Uh, and then from there, uh, they go to Utah to play in Utah once more. They just played in Utah uh, last Saturday. So it's Golden State at Utah at the Clippers and then a back, a road back-to-back with the Sacramento Kings. It's going to be tough, y'all. It's going to be tough. I mean, they uh, honestly, when, when you have Luka, anything is possible. And, you know, having Dorian Finney-Smith and Josh Greenback helps. But, man, uh, you know, it's it's going to be tough. And hopefully the Mavs can, you know, at least at least pull out, you know, two or three wins on that road trip to, you know, stay above 500 uh, and in the thick of it in the in the Western Conference standings. And who knows? I mean, maybe there's a maybe there's a trade brewing at some point. I you know, I mentioned on the on the last pod uh yesterday early morning, you know, to keep an eye on the the Utah Jazz and the Mavs and you know, I can't I can't really go too deep into it, but you know, there was a reason <laughs> I, I said that and then uh, you know, next thing you know, Shams later that morning uh was reporting that uh you know the Jazz are are really trying to get Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh they have eyes for him, but the Mavs price point is very high, you know, as it should be. I mean, obviously uh you know, thinking you're going to get a star player back for just Dorian is pipe dreaming, but you know, you could put together a total package and have Dorian as like the main piece with draft picks attached and you could potentially get somebody uh you know somebody back that's a star player like like you know Zach Levine or something like that so uh I don't personally see the Mavs trading Finney Smith uh to Utah unless the offer is just you know outrageous you know if if the Jazz for some reason decided that they wanted to move on from Laurie Markinen, I could see the Mavs, you know, doing something like that. Uh, but, you know, our guy Grant Afseth, uh, you know, both of us have heard that the Mavs are interested in Malik Beasley. And that's not to say that any potential deal with the Jazz would, um, would you know, would just be like a straight-up swap for Finney Smith or Beasley or anything like that. It's just saying that, you know, that's one player to keep an eye on if something does materialize between Utah and Dallas. So, a uh, couple other notes here uh, before I take off on this episode of Morning Coffee with Matt Stepback. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, his contract for the 2023-24 season is now fully guaranteed. Uh, he hit the 50 game mark this season uh in that game in utah that uh that luca missed and by hitting that 50 game mark uh, it guaranteed his salary for the 2023-24 season so uh that's good uh he's he has obviously you know earned that and given the way he's played since coming to dallas you know that uh, it's somewhere between 18 and 20 million that that's going to be you know viewed at widely <laughs> as a bargain for the Mavs, you know, given their given their secondary ball handler needs. So 
Uh, good to see Spence uh, stay on the books for at least another year. Also, shout out to the NBA officials for, you know, sucking up to LeBron James uh, after. Now, look, give it. I'm, I'm going to be fair. When the Lakers and the Celtics played the other night, uh, LeBron James drove for what could have been a game-winning layup. He got clearly fouled. Clearly fouled. There's no doubt about that. He got raked across the arm by Jason Tatum. Uh, the, the refs didn't call anything, and it went to overtime, and the Lakers ended up losing. So, uh, you know, there, there's a reason uh, for LeBron to be mad, even though his his theatrics were way over the top, way, way dramatic. Um, so... It, it, it was way over the top, but it was justified in a way because they did get you know, the Lakers got completely hosed in that game. What I have a problem with though is there are so many games in the NBA where teams lose because well, not solely because of bad calls, but it is a big contributing factor to why teams lose because there are just so many bad officiated games. Uh, it's happened to the Mavs a handful of times. It's happened to, uh, you know, many teams a handful of times throughout this season. So for the NBA's official account to come out and and apologize, basically, to LeBron and, and to say that it was just gut-wrenching, that's their words. I'm not just saying it. They said gut-wrenching gut and it, they were going to have sleepless nights over it and everything. What is that? What is that? Just because it's LeBron and because he put on a, you know, a theatrical show, you know, complaining that, <laughs> that he didn't get the call. The, I mean, what are we doing here? Come on, man. If anything, that account needs to be apologizing for the 2006 NBA Finals that, you know, was actually a fix. <laughs> or, or at least we know that there was an attempt at a fix. I mean, there. Uh, well, I guess we don't know it. I guess it's. I guess it's kind of a conspiracy theory, but it's one I believe in. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it was Tim Donahue that uh, that started that fire by saying that you know they the NBA uh, his the way he put it was the NBA you know, didn't want it to be a sweep because Dallas played so well in those first few games and they just wanted it to be a close series. And then by the time that happened, you know, Dwayne Wade getting all those free throws and everything, all the momentum had shifted and, and the Mavs couldn't recover from it. So uh, I'm going to retract my statement. It's not something we know for sure. It is very much conspiracy theorist stuff, but I do think there was something fishy uh, with those 2006 NBA Finals. And I think... That is something that the NBA official account needs to be, you know, going back and apologizing for. Not for, you know, LeBron James getting upset and flopping like a fish uh, because of it on on national TV. So, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, guys, look, I appreciate y'all coming in and listening every morning. Uh, I've had fun doing these uh, morning coffee segments. And, you know, I'm, I'm back doing them every morning now, except for, you know, possibly Sunday, just to give me a, at least one day off from doing it. 
Um, but yeah, I appreciate it. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, be sure to go get the playback app and uh, join our math step back room and sign up for the notifications every time we go live for a watch party. Uh, that pin that tweet is pinned on my profile at Dalton underscore Trig. Uh, if you go to the at Step Back Mavs account on Twitter, uh, I've got a pinned tweet there uh, showing our current giveaway for a Luca City Edition Mavs jersey. Uh, be sure to do that because we are announcing a winner for that uh, during All Star Weekend. So you still have you still have about a week and a half. Uh, almost two weeks to get into that so be sure to do that leave us a review that'll you know pretty much enter you for all future giveaways uh going forward if you do that either on apple Podcasts or spotify guys appreciate it y'all have a great rest of your tuesday and we'll see you next time everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.